you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Amen. So it said, be ye all transformed by the renewing of your mind. I started this series last few months, and I just want to, as we started, be uh, let your mind be renewed. I'm trusting God that God will bless us. Amen. Thank you, Father. It said, do not conform to the patterns of this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Tell your neighbor and renew your mind. The reason why you have to renew your mind is your transformation is based on the, how far you renew your mind. Praise the Lord. It's a do not conform to the patterns of this world. There are certain patterns of the world that we cannot comply with. Otherwise, we cannot become what God wants us to become. To conform means to comply with the rules and standard of, and laws. I want to plead with somebody under the sound of my voice that God wants you to be transformed. But you have a responsibility to renew your mind. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. Last week, I did mention that to transform in the ancient Greek word means to metamorphose. To metamorpho means, another word that describes us is metamorphosis. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm hearing something that I shouldn't be hearing. Amen. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Amen. So the kind of transformation God is expecting from us is a total transformation. Not just a partial one, but what? A total, a holistic one. And I did express to you last week that there are certain form of change or which we call the metamorphosis that are incomplete. And I came across a word that is emimetabolos. I know you, I didn't, I, did anybody hear that? Reduce my frequency, please. Amen. Praise the Lord. Increase my volume. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, emimetabolos is a kind of change that an organism goes through that is partial change. So, if the animal is going through a change, it doesn't change completely, but it goes through partial transformation. Praise the Lord. So, when we talk about emi, it means half. Meta means change. And bowl means to throw. So, et, uh, emimetabolos is the change that we classify as half-changing. I want you to be with me. The total change God is expecting from us is not just an external change, but it is an inward change also. So, it is not just extrinsic. It must be what? Intrinsic. You must understand this because where we are going to, your change is what brings about your transformation in terms of the renewal of your mind. And last week, I know I've, I've gone through, I just want to, I want to share something briefly because of time. 
Why do I need my mind to transform? Why? That's the question. Number one, the mind set the course for your action. Your mind set the course of your action. When I was looking at this word course, like for instance, if you are doing a particular course in school, that everything you do is subjected around the course. So if I did accounting, economic, I did accounting, uh, behead social science, and when I did behead social science, that is a course I'm doing. Everything I did is surrounding the course. So it means that the mind can also be referred to your thought pattern, your intellect, your disposition, your understanding. Regardless of which word you use to describe your mind, one thing is true of each of them. Your mind set the course for the actions you are going to take. This can be actions that are right or wrong. Praise the Lord. Now, what Paul wants to refer to in Romans chapter 8 verse 5, he said, those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. Praise the Lord. He said, but those who live according, in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires. So your mind is the platform that determines everything about your life. Praise the Lord. It's that those who set their mind in accordance to the things of the flesh have got to gratify the desires of the flesh. And that is why it is important that we protect our mind. We protect what we hear. We protect what we see. Praise the Lord. In Genesis chapter 3 verse 4 to 6, the Bible said, then the serpent, let me paraphrase it because of time. The Bible said that when man was living in the garden, which means Adam and Eve, when they were living in the garden, they were following the precepts and the ordinances of God. But the Bible said that before their mind can change, which means before their actions will change, from not eating the fruit to eating the fruit, the devil must portray certain things in their mind. The Bible said that when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and it was desirable and pleasant to the eye, the Bible says she went for it. I want you to watch something here. The object they were looking at didn't change. The object that was right didn't change. Not eating the fruit didn't change. He said, don't eat the fruit. So the fruit didn't change. But because their mind changed, their attitude also changed towards the war, the fruit. There are so many things God is asking you to do that when you became born again, you said, no, I don't want to fornicate. I don't want to sin. But because the devil started working on your mind gradually, what you didn't tolerate before, you have started tolerating it, not because the object have changed, but because your mind have changed. Praise the Lord. I want you to understand that because it is going to move your life to a better place. The reason why you have to take time to develop your mind and to renew your mind is because your transformation is based on your word, on your mind. A man who is called a man after the heart of God, who, was, who happened to be David. The Bible said David was supposed to go for a battle. In, in 1 Samuel chapter 11, verse 2 to 5, the Bible said the one evening David got up from his bed and walked around on, on, the, on, the, on the roof. On the roof. And the Bible said, whilst he was walking around, the Bible said he saw a naked woman bathing. And the Bible says he, he saw the nakedness of Bathsheba. And, and, and the Bible said that, she, look at what the Bible said. I want to read it so that you hear. 
When I thought that when David saw the be- the Bible, let me read it here. One evening, David got up from his bed and walked around on the roof of the palace. From the roof, he saw a woman bathing. The woman was so beautiful. And David sent someone to find out about her. Now listen carefully. It was David, when David saw that the woman was beautiful, it wasn't the beginning of, the, of whatever he wanted to do. Some of you thought that David went straight and slept with a woman. No. What David did was that under normal circumstance, David shouldn't have even found out who that woman was. Because it wasn't in his place to find out. But the first thing the devil did was that he said, just go and find out who this woman is. When David went to find out who this woman was, the Bible said, then the Bible said he instructed them to bring the woman. So sometimes the devil will not start straight away. If David had known that if the lady should come, if the lady should come to his palace, he would sleep with the woman. He wouldn't have allowed the woman in in the first place because David is a man who believes in God. And I remember many years ago, there was a story I heard about uh, some of you, there are certain men you shouldn't allow in your house because you know you will fall for them. Praise the Lord. And sometimes, I remember many years ago, there was a lady who, who happened to fornicate. And when she fornicated, it was, it was very bad at that stage. What she did was that she did the wrong folk call. When she spoke to the man, she couldn't resist saying, come over. Praise the Lord. So sometimes, if you can, the devil wouldn't have seen if he had not gone, with, if he had not answered the devil's certain questions. And sometimes, it is better for you not to answer than answering it because it will trigger the next level of your life. Praise the Lord. And this lady did a phone call. When she did a phone call, then she realized she became a victim of fornication. And the problem was not sleeping with a man. The problem was the phone call. So if she had terminated the act of the phone call, she would have terminated the act of the fornication. Praise the Lord. So I want you to believe God and know that the devil is a very crafty. He knows what he's doing. Colossians chapter 3 verse 2. The Bible says, set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. If you set your things on earthly things, it has got the propensity, the ability, the ableness to distract you. Praise the Lord. So I want you to know that when you set your mind, it is your mind that determines how far you go. In in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 16, it says, For who has known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Precious one, you have to have the mind of, of Christ. The mind of Christ is not purchased from Tesco. It is something that you develop yourself. The reason why you're becoming a victim of certain things is that you have set your mind on it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I don't like the way you are responding. Amen. In Philippians chapter 4 verse 8, it says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent and praiseworthy, think about said things. Praise the Lord. Some of you, the things you think about, I'm wondering what you are thinking about. Sometimes when I look at my students, the things they tell me, I wonder. Praise the Lord. What do you set your mind on? I like the way when you are going to run, they said, on your mark, get ready, 
there is, you have to set your mind. Set your mind. You have to consciously set your mind on things about. Because when you set your mind on things about, it determines the things that come to you. I remember there was a time I picked my bank account and I looked at my bank account. And immediately I became very sad. I was troubled immediately. I went into prayer. I came to look at the same bank statement. And what exudes out of it was different from what exudes out of it. There are things you are seeing because of your mindset. That is why you cannot get hope in those days. Praise the Lord. Set your mind. You must. That is why my personally, the, what I do, it's a shame the time is gone. What I do nowadays, I set my things on the things of God. I live in Tanet, but I don't preach in Tanet. That is why I am able to foresee the things that God has got in store for me. Because when I set my mind on God, I begin to know what God has freely given to me. You have set your mind on your manager. That is why your manager troubles you. Oh, uh, uh, let me just go back here because I want to talk to you. So set, tell your neighbor, you must renew your mind. Number two, the mind is where you make your decisions. Listen, I didn't, I told you last week, the world, what do you call it? What do you call it? The world, the world, the only world. Listen, certain fights are not won physically. They are won mentally before we fight them. Praise the Lord. The reason why you were not sure whether you will win the battle or not is that because your mind has not made up. There are some of us who are taking decisions that our minds have not taken those decisions. Therefore, we quit so quickly. He said, another thing we must consider is that our mind is the center of our choices in life. Praise the Lord. Every time you choose, there is a point where you must make up your mind about what that decision will be. That is why renewing your mind is critical in making better decisions. Transforming your life is about change. For God to change your behavior and help you behave better and to make better decisions, you must first change the way you are thinking. Praise the Lord. This is a renewal of your mind. That leads to transformation. When God saved you and I, he brought us to a mindset and a relation to have a rightful relationship with him. However, the process to change choices, actions, and behavior comes when God changes your mind about how you view things. This is called repentance. When you repented, we came to a place of having a different perspective about life. Where you change your mindset and change your course. The Bible said in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 17 verse 34 to 36. But David said to Saul, your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when the lion and the bear comes after it, I change them and I take what they have taken. And when they come after me, I follow them and I take what is mine also. David said that I'm going to kill Goliath, not because I have the same muscles. David said to, go, to Saul, he said, I know Goliath is strong. He's more powerful, but his mind is very small. Precious one, the one you have to be afraid of is not the one who is very strong and, and in, terms of, uh, in terms of his physical apocritude, his physical appearance. It's the mind that is so firm. A strong, a strong mind is better than a strong person. 
Praise the Lord. So your mindset determines the, the extent to which you go in life. David was able to bring down Goliath, not because he is strong, but because his mind is stronger than Goliath. Praise the Lord. The Bible said in the book of Numbers chapter 13, verse 30 to 33, the Bible said that Caleb quieted the people before Moses. This was when they came back to give the report to Moses. When Moses sent the 12 spies to the land to visit the promised land. The Bible said when they came back, 10 of them said they could not possess the land. It wasn't because the land has not been promised to them. It was a promise that belonged to them. But their mindset have not accepted it. The reason why certain things are not coming our way is that we have not accepted them. When you accept them in your mind, it begins to come to you. I pray for somebody under the sound of my voice that today you will make up your mind about what God wants to do with you in the name of Jesus. The Bible said they went to spy the land. When they spied the land, they said they could not possess the land. Why? Because of their mediocre mind. Because of their limited mind. They have set their minds on things on earth. It's, the Bible said, by strength shall no man prevail. The Bible said that it is not by strength that we win our battles. We win our battles because God gives us grace to win our battles. I pray for somebody today whose life has been permanently saturated on earthly things. That today you will set your thing, your mind on God and the strength that coming from above will be your portion. If you believe it, shout a bigger amen. There are things that have been given to us like the promised land. But because we cannot conceptualize it, because we cannot phantom it, that is why we are not walking into the fullness of it. But I pray that this year, your mind will be set on things above, that you make the right decisions in the name of Jesus. Number three, the mind is at the center of everything you do. In Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7, it says, For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. This verse speaks further to the position your mind takes in your life. I can't emphasize this enough. What you spend your time thinking about, you will eventually do. Praise the Lord. It is only a matter of time. When you, you, you script everything about your life and you look deep down, it is all because of the choices you make. I pray that the pivotal point of the thing that comes to us is based on our mind. Today, God will renew your mind in the name of Jesus. God will give you the ableness to renew your mind. In Numbers chapter 13, verse 33, the Bible said that we saw, listen carefully, when they went to visit the promised land, look at what it says. I want you to think carefully about this. The Bible said we saw the Naphtalim there and the descendant of Enoch came, come, the descendant of Enoch. He said we seem like grasshoppers in our own eyes and we look the same to them. The Bible said when they visited the promised land, they saw themselves as grasshoppers. Their mindset, they look like grasshoppers. The Bible said immediately they started thinking like they are grasshoppers. The people who were beholding them also started thinking that they are grasshoppers. The reason why you have not been great is that you don't have the ability to think that you are great. That is why anybody treats you anyhow. But it is my prayer today that your level of perception about yourself will change today in the name of Jesus. 
you must understand what Paul said. It's a greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. When you walk by, you walk by the authority of heaven, you know that no weapon that fashion against you shall prosper. I don't know who has made you feel the way you are thinking. I don't know who has made you have this mindset that you are useless, that you are nothing. That was the same thing that happened. But I promised somebody under the sound of my voice, God sent me here to tell you, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. If you believe in shout a bigger amen. Your life is going to be better. Your life is going to improve. If God will cause you to come out of that place, he must first renew your mind. I don't know what is limiting your mind. I don't know what has encamped your mind. But I came here today to tell you, your mind is the pivotal point of your greatness. If you take time to develop your mind, your life will be transformed in the mighty name of Jesus. Because we are going to take the communion, I just want to land here. There were times in my life when I was struggling. I was doing everything I can as a minister. And everything now and then I became tired. I was always tired, marking books and working day and night in this ministry. And I came to the realization that there was something better in me. I started looking out for videos and YouTube's, you know, preachings and things that would help me to renew my mind. My circumstances didn't change. The conditions of my work didn't change. But when I renewed my mind through the things I studied and through the encounters of the videos and the YouTube and all the clips I listened to, I begin to regain new consciousness and new strength. Why? Because my mind had changed. The reason why you feel your resources are not enough is not because they are not enough. It's because your mind tells you they are not enough. And therefore, your resources have become unlimited. But I came here with the strength of the Lord to tell somebody that God is about to expand your mindset. And as your mind is expanded to a level that will be accurate with the plans of God, you will know that you are more than the conqueror in the mighty name of Jesus. My Bible said that there was a man called Gideon. Gideon was so troubled. He didn't know what to do. The Bible said he felt like giving up. And he let go everything. When the angel appeared unto, unto, unto Gideon. He said, Gideon, thou man of valor. You are a very strong man. You don't know him. And Gideon began to tell the angel how his mind has decapitated his whole being. My Bible said that Gideon said, I am nothing from nothing. I mounted nothing. The Bible said uh, that when the angel appeared, it said, Thou man of valor, uh, you are greater than you think. Uh, you are stronger than you think. Um, you are able than you think. Uh, by virtue of that communication, um, the Bible said, uh, the angel said unto Gideon, uh, it said, Rise up in the strength of what I've told you. Uh, and my Bible said that Gideon got up uh, and brought down the armies he thought he couldn't bring down. I prophesy upon somebody under the sound of my voice. Um, I don't know what you are looking at because what you are looking at doesn't matter. It depends on what is triggered in your mind. I know somebody that I know. The Bible said Jesus was born in a manger. He didn't allow the manger to limit him. He said, though my beginning may be small, yet my latter shall be greater. I don't know who I came here for, but if you can spend
spend time with God and you can spend time with the things of God to renew your mind and to transform your whole being. There is something in you that when your mind is triggered, your mind will command your body. Some of you, you are feeling sick, but I came here to tell you, if you can change the perception you have concerning your body, concerning your ability, I promise you your abilities will change. If you believe it, shout a bigger amen. understand where I'm coming from. You don't understand where I'm coming from. If you understand where I'm coming from, you understand. There are children who have been born, who have been, um, who have been told they are nothing, they are useless. The Bible said that, oh my God, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers, but his mother's named him something. The name, the name you can control what you think. I don't know what they have called you, but I came to change your name. He said, they named him, they named him Saul, but he said, your name shall be called Paul. They named him a man of unstableness, but they said his name shall be called Peter. He said, upon this rock will I build my church. I came to announce to somebody, whatever will cause you to think like God, may you see it in the name of Jesus. <laughs> listen, I have five minutes. Listen to me. Listen to me. I begin to set my, my life. When I'm going to work, I sit in my car and I fuel my, my mind with the right music. I fuel my mind with the right things. When I wake up in the morning, I don't watch YouTube to regulate my whole life, how my life will be during the day. I feed my mind. Nowadays, I've decided that when I wake up in the morning, the minimum I will do in a day is to, is to read 10 chapters of the day in the day. I didn't know that when I start from January, I can finish the New Testament back to, I can finish the whole New Testament twice before the end of February. When I fuel my mind, when you see me, when I look at you, I don't look at you like somebody who can, who can terminate my life. I look at you from a perspective that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You have been made to believe what you don't need to believe. That is why what you don't need to believe is happening to you. But I know that I will excel in everything I do. It's that whatever I will touch will prosper. I did not become born again for nothing. I became born again for me to walk into the fullness of God. I don't determine whether this church will grow or not by looking at the membership. No, I look at what God is saying concerning the church and I, I model my life into that perspective. Children in this house, don't allow anybody to look down upon you. When I became, before I became, at the age of 15, I couldn't spell girl. When I hear, I was abused so much verbally. If people will insult me, let me have the communion here, please. If people will insult me, they insult, they insult me by my, in, my inability to intellectually explain, explain things. They look down upon me. My head teacher told me I will amount to nothing. They were right physically, but spiritually they got it wrong. This world is not moderated by the physical things. They are controlled by spiritual means. I couldn't spell girl. Everybody started looking down upon me. I, I, I could spell boy because I was a boy. I didn't know whether girl is G-I or G-L first. I didn't know. 
Praise the Lord. Take it back. Take it back a bit. I didn't know. Praise the Lord. I didn't know. I was so bad. Even those who were bad called me bad. Praise the Lord. I didn't know. I was useless. I was useless. I was empty. I was void. Then I met God. No, 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 no. It's a mistake. I have not got what it takes to meet him. He met me. Praise the Lord. I was so bad. My community, I was the least among the least. Praise the Lord. But when God took me at the age of 15, oh my God, when I handed my mind to him, I will explain it more to you next week. You will understand it. Christianity is not by, by mapping and verbalizing things. It is a relationship of building your mindset. Praise the Lord. The rest is history. A boy who cannot spell girl went to university. I'm so grateful that when I did my teaching qualification here, I got outstanding. This can only be done by war. Stand on your feet. Precious one, there are things God wants to do in your life, but because you cannot comprehend it. We are coming to have communion right now. What I need you to do is that, Father, as I fellowship with you, as I eat this bread, which is your body, as I drink this wine, which is your spirit, Father, give me the ability to comprehend things according to your perspective. The Bible said that Jeremiah was so intimidated by what God said. He said, before you were born, I knew that your capability is in your mind. After God worked with his mind, he got up to do what God said he would do. You want to pray that, Father, open my spirit up. Open me up to the kind of level where I would think about myself the way I ought to think. Father, we thank you. Take over my mind. Feed my mind on the things I need to feed on. In the name of Jesus. Whatever has crippled me, whatever has impaired my mind, to make my mind become unproductive and unfruitful. Father, change me. Change me. I want to look at the right things. I want to read the right things. I want to study the right things. I want to encounter the right people. That my mindset will change. Let the voice that carries my, the awakeness of my mind come to me, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name. I want you to place your hand on your ear. I pray that you will hear the right things in life. Place your eyes hands on your heart, on your eyes. I pray that God will cause you to see the right things that will cause you to renew your mind. Place your hand on your chest. I pray that your heart will be receptive to the things that will help you to renew your mind. In the name of Jesus. As we are about to fellowship and breaking of bread, you want to pray and say, Lord, if I've sinned against you, forgive me. Cleanse me, O God. Prepare me. Let me become what you want me to become. In the name of Jesus, begin to pray. Father, we thank you for this communion. Bless it. 
Matthew 26, 26. The Bible said in the book of Matthew 26, 26. The Bible said he took the bread and he broke it and thanked God. The Bible said he took the wine and he blessed it. As we are about to eat and we are about to drink, may you receive spiritual nourishment. May you receive divine nourishment that you no more be looking at things from the perspective of man. In the name of Jesus. God is going to begin to do exceedingly in your life. He will begin to do abundantly in your life. Above all you can think or imagine. In the name of Jesus. Let the wine and the Whilst you are singing, I want you to have it and you'll be praying alongside. Let me have the deacons and leaders come and help, please. Thank you. Should be praying and looking forward to God and say, Lord, as I fellowship with you, I want to think like you. Over the bread which signifies his body. 
that our body will be quickened in the name of Jesus. I pray that the strength that will metamorphosize us into the mindset and into the realm that will begin to think of ourselves in the dimension where God will want us to think of ourselves. May God strengthen us as we eat this bread in Jesus' name. Amen. Bible said he took the wine and blessed it. I pray that God will heal every sickness in your body. Every infirmity in your body. I pray that God will cause you to be refreshed spiritually. May the hand of God come upon this wine. That it will empower us to think of ourselves as we ought to. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's have, let's have the wine. The Bible says, Faithful is he who has called us, and faithful is he who will do it. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice that God will richly endow us, that we will begin to think of ourselves the way God saw us before he created us. In the name of Jesus. As we have fellowship with God, it is my prayer that no man, if there be or have been a man who has caused our mindset to be lower than it ought to, I pray that receive the strength of God to rise. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, God, in the name of Jesus. It is my prayer today that God will strengthen you. God will empower you. You begin to see yourself like the way you ought to. Not according to man's perspective, but according to our Father's perspective. In the mighty name of Jesus, that you will rise from strength to strength. In Jesus' mighty name, somebody shout a bigger amen. Somebody shout a bigger amen. I want you to turn in one minute. You want to say something to your neighbor standing beside you. Say